Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Parker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Friends. It's Freaky Freaky Friday, but I get freaky with your dad. What? Whoa. At the Parker Lounge, yeah! (laughs) Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, indeed. Maybe a little less enthusiastic about the dad part. <laughs> but uh, we're happy you're here. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing pretty good. And how are you? I am feeling awesome. I am energized. Sponsored by your hopefully. Come on, guys. Hit us up. <laughs> One day. <laughs> but I am excited for tonight's episode. It's going to get uh, really interesting, especially for our friend Ross. Our paleontologist has dug up more than he can chew. And, you know, you did mention dad, so might as well get into it. The one where Ross meets Elizabeth's dad. A gulp. Alright, let's start off at our favorite place, shall we? Central Perk. Where it is percolating. Looks like Rachel is reading, you know, the daily horoscopes. And according to the horoscope, there's about to be some kind of gift between Chandler and Monica. And uh, as we know here in uh, the sitcom Magic Universe, astrology uh, is nagingly effective. And then, of course, on the 19th, there'll be a lover's spat and a secret crush will announce itself. Meanwhile, Phoebe winks at Chandler. Keep in mind, the whole, re- <laughs> the whole time Rachel's reading these out, uh, Monica and Chandler are like inadvertently reenacting each of the scenarios. <laughs> He's like, we're going to have a lover spat. Oh like, we are. Gosh. I guess we are. Right? And then now Joey walks in. And then, you know, everybody's trying to be supportive. And they're like, look, it's Joey Tribbiani from Mac and Cheese. You know. Like, he's... honestly, I mean, <laughs> there's no <laughs> way you can, like, really say that with a straight face. You can't. You like... can't. Good job, Rachel. But um, <laughs> he's like, hey, you excited? You know, it's your first day on the on the job, you know, fake fighting and solving crimes and all that and then he's like yeah lead in my own tv series why haven't i been preparing mm. i mean it's like with a role like uh well names aside <laughs> mac and cheese like you're a detective and a robot like it's gonna be action packed this could be hey. like the jump start that joey's been looking for right you know outside of being dr drake ramore and phoebe's like you're gonna do great you know he's like what are you talking about i can't even use technology you know unless I'm watching, you know, porn on Chandler's computer, which is, you know, it's already there, you know. And Monica's like... I love how it's just magically already conveniently opened. <laughs> and that's the only reason why he knows. And, Monica, and that's fast by 90 standards. And Monica's like, oh, I think our lover spat's going to start a little bit earlier. <laughs> ah, insert intro. I bet you couldn't guess that Chandler's watching porn. You know he's got the tabs. <laughs> <laughs> Only his tab at the time is main screen is probably AOL.com or Yahoo. It's Netscape. Yeah, <laughs> We're going back. We're going back. 
All right, so we are at Central Perk, and uh, Chandler's curious because Phoebe is like looking real hard at some like cover pages of a book, and probably uh, focusing a little bit more intensely than a regular person would. Yeah, and they're just like, if you look at it hard enough, and so she's like, well, I'm just trying to decide which one I want to use because I'm gonna write a new book. Now, mind you, it's not really a fact or information that the friends know. So, Rachel... Yeah, it's kind of coming out of nowhere. It's like, uh, <laughs> Phoebe's been our lovable hippie friend for all these years. And now, all of a sudden, uh, she's an acclaimed author of six books. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, according to, uh, you know, Rachel and Chandler Monica, they're just kind of looking at her like, oh, because the last one was a big seller? <laughs> and Phoebe's like, I'll have you know, I've written 14 books. And being that I'm the only one who have read them, I can tell you that they were very well received. <laughs> you know, you're, you're your own best oh, okay. and worst critic. Sure. All right, Phoebe. Let's go with that. Now, Ross comes in at this point. He's like, hey, what's everybody doing later? And Phoebe tries to come up with this quick excuse. Oh, me and Rachel are going to get a haircut later. And Rachel's like, we are? Shh, I just want to know what he needs first. <laughs> <laughs> Smart on Phoebe. And Ross is like, well, Elizabeth's dad wants to meet me. Chandler makes a joke, of course. Wait, wait, wait. You're not her dad? Wow. wow. <laughs> How long were you sitting on that Easter egg, Chandler? Right? And he's like, look, can you guys be there? Like, I, you know, I need to look good in front of him. Like, I, need, I need the boost. I need the <laughs> like, moral please support. please help me, you know? And Monica's like... Sure, we'll be there, you know, and we know how tough those parent-teacher conferences can be. <laughs> oh, man. Meanwhile, let's get to the set where uh, Joey's first day, getting a tour of his office. Hey. Oh, yeah. Get all the pictures. He's on set. He's like, hey, Mac Machiavelli. <laughs> hey. And so he's like, hey, you know, when do I get to meet the robot? So... He gets introduced to the robot. He's like, and then at first, what Joey thinks is the robot. Is an actual human yeah. being. He's like, whoa, it's so lifelike. He's like touching his face. and then like Literally pulling his cheeks like grandma style. And then the director or producer is like, uh, no, that's Wayne. He controls the robot. He controls cheese. Oh, oh, oh my bad. <laughs> okay, so uh, where is this robot then? Man, so he brings out cheese. Right? The robot. And he's like, what? What? Uh, what? This is, what uh, the? This is, <laughs> this is temporary, right? Mind you guys, it's a cool looking robot. You know, it's a pretty decent looking robot. You know, considering the time frame yeah, here in the standard. Sure. Uh, if anyone who's willing to jump into the time machine with me remembers a movie called uh, Short Circuit. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the robot from that. So, with that being said, Joey is making fun of it. Like, mm, to him, it looks like a cheap, not a cool-looking robot. And, you know, Wayne's explaining to him, well, that took two years for me to make. Like, it's state-of-the-art. Hey, you know anybody else with a walking-talking robot? And Joey's like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he can do a lot of things. And Wayne's like, he can do this. He can do this. And he literally, like, grabs Joey by the, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Off to a good start there, huh, Joey? <laughs> so we're now at Central Perk, the moment we've been waiting for. We've been teasing Ross about dating a student, you know, and now... And uh, outside of the judgment of his professors, now he's going to have to deal with the ultimate judge. 
the father of the girl he is dating. And I cannot wait to introduce you guys to the one and only Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, come on out, Bruce. That's right. You you can't see folks, but he's here. He's like, I love Fifth Element. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you for everything you did. Die hard. I'm still dying harder. All right. And AKA in the show as Elizabeth's dad, Mr. Paul Stevens. Listen to this. This is my father, Paul Stevens. Dad, this is Ross Geller. It's it's great to meet you, Paul. I usually prefer Liz's boyfriends who address me as Mr. Stevens. Well, of course, of course, Mr. Stevens. So, Ross, what's your problem? Excuse me? Why can't you get a girlfriend your own age? It's funny. Um, it's not funny. I don't like you going out with my daughter, Ross. Okay. Um, I can, I can see that, um, but I think if you give me, um, one chance, I, I can change your mind. Okay. What? Okay. I'll give you one chance to change my mind. You got one minute. Daddy. Fine. Two minutes. Go. Yeah. Minute 50 seconds. I want you to know I've never done anything like this before. I mean, I mean, I've been in um, relationships in general, uh, but I've never done it with a student. I mean, I have not, not it. I mean, I don't. We haven't done it. Uh, we. I mean, I mean, we've we've done stuff, but. I, okay, okay, a joke, a joke, like the mood. Um, Two guys go into a bar. One of them's Irish. I'm Irish. And the Irish guy wins the joke. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Mr. Paul Stevens is the father. And it is crazy because he is not really thrilled to meet Ross. He wanted to meet Ross, but he's also like, mm, what are you doing? Why can't you find somebody your own age? I'm pretty sure he's been under the impression the whole time that he's well aware that he's an yeah. older gentleman. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth was pretty honest with her dad. True. And uh, can we talk about how he literally only gave Ross a minute? Well, two, thanks to Elizabeth's help. Very generous. Very generous. <laughs> but of course, Ross kind of kills it with the Irish joke. Yeah. Now, oh, you think that was what was killing it for him? He's got a uh, way bigger problems oh, blocking man. him there. Meanwhile, Monica, Chandler, and Phoebe come in. Hey, Ross. The Calvary, just when you needed them most. Man, so surprising to see you here, you know, acting like they didn't know Ross was going to be there. So Ross introduces them, you know, and uh, Phoebe kind of looks at Elizabeth's dad like, oh, so you're her dad, huh? I could see where she gets her rugged handsomeness looks from. Clear compliment there. Ah, and then, you know, Monica's like, is there a Mrs. Stevens? 
No, but there's a Mr. Bing. Ooh, yeah. So, you know, Mr. Stevens or Paul. It's like Paul. when we Phyllis there, Chandler. <laughs> uh, you know, he explains that, no, Lizzie's mom passed away shortly after she was born. Raised her on my own. Already mesmerized, you know, and then they're like, yeah, it's so strange seeing Ross here in the daytime. You know, normally he's at the children's hospital volunteering and, you know, not dating kids. (laughs) You know, and this is while Ross is getting everybody coffee, right? And so, of course, Phoebe and, you know, Monica and Chandler are just trying to, like, spruce Ross up a little bit, right? And Elizabeth's like, yeah, you know, Monica's Ross's sister. And uh, Paul's like, I had a sister. She died. It's like, uh, I'm starting to see a recurring trend here. And they're like, oh, you don't have to do that every time. <laughs> and so Chandler makes it worse, right? He's like talking about like how Ross was his roommate in college. He's like, that's funny because he was my roommate in college and yours died. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, no, Chandler, don't do that, it. That. <laughs> So Ross is back. He's like, hey, 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 everybody. You know, what was everybody talking about? You know, you know, just getting all nervous. But Rachel comes in, ruins the moment by, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm late. I'm ready it's to like, talk. like, all right, is it time to butter, <laughs> butter Ross up? You know, I'm, I'm ready to talk him up. Let's go. And then <laughs> Paul Stevens goes, he's already here. Oh, Ross is so great. Great. <laughs> All right, so let's head over to Monica and Chandler. Mamamamamandler. And uh, Chandler comes out of the bathroom with a pack of toilet paper, and he's like, Hey, Mon, I thought you were going to get the one with the little girl. Right? Or he's like, with the little baby's the one that he wanted, but she got the one with the little girl. I mean, they can both be equally terrifying. And she's like, no. And then, like, going back and forth, like, you said that this one's the one that creeped you out. And they're just going back and forth, right? Yeah, kind of having like a petty argument over something that's like really not that serious. But in the background, you have uh, Mm -hmm. someone's typing away there. You have Phoebe. Is it Phoebe? Yes, it is. (laughs) Phoebe said, talk slower. Uh, It's going in my book. What? Who's a what? You know, the pits, the traps, what not to do, and how much. The downfalls, the tribulations of being in a relationship. And Monica, of course, Phoebe. And and how none of it matters when people really love each other. Oh. And how they'll believe anything you tell them as long as it's a compliment. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at Central Perk. Remember, not like joking between <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's alone on the couch. Paul comes back in. And uh, she's like, oh, hey, uh, you okay? You know, like trying to, she notices that it's Paul. He's like, oh. Can I help you, Mr. Stevens? He uh, apparently was looking for his keys, and you know she's looking for it. Found one, but you know they were like girly keychain ones. And then Paul's like, "Oh, here they are. Found them." So Rachel's like, "Look, Ross is really a great guy, you know. Trying like, to." I know we didn't help necessarily give the best impression, <laughs> but uh, we promise you, he's a stand-up dude. And he's like, "Well, then you date him. Save me the trouble of killing him." Hitting a little too close to home there, Paul. But Rachel kind of looks at him, just pauses for a moment, and he's like, hmm? And she's like, just, you know, you look too young to have a 20-year-old. Well, you know, we were pretty young when we had her. We? Well, you know, it takes... Oh, is there a we still? 
Even wow. though technically this was confirmed earlier. Yeah, Rachel's egging it on really hard that she likes him because she uh, <laughs> accidentally touches him and feels the muscular of the body. Okay, the, Rachel. The musculars. We got those musculars. <laughs> Words. <laughs> so back at Monica and Chandler's apartment, Joey comes in from his first day. Happy Chanukah. He's like, everything went well. He's like, except I kept getting attitude from the robot. It's like the guy controlling him, you know I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not like you <laughs> insulted his robot or anything. Yeah, and he's like, you know, he had his robot knock over the sandwich off the table. And Phoebe's like, well, then get him fired. I'm tired of eating sandwiches off the floor. I'm Joey. He's like, I'm going to have to, you know. I'm, I am the star. But then he gets a phone call from... Estelle. Oh yeah, you know, best agent in the world. Right. Yeah, Joey. So, do you have an audition for you, you know, but it's kind of on the QT. The actor who has the part doesn't know you might get fired. You do a really good Estelle. Do I really? That's the lead in the series, <laughs> Mac and Cheese. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joey's like... I'm the star of Mac and Cheese. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Cheese strikes again. So, we're at Joey's apartment, right? And in this moment, Ross comes in to find Joey, but he sees Rachel and Paul making out on the couch. Joey! Joey? Joey! (laughs) And he just looks, and Rachel's like, I was just getting him to like you. I think it's working. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us in pretty much fast pan to the next scene basically ross goes into the joey's room and he's like joey rachel like he's not there okay i'll wait in here then uh, of course paul clearly seeing ross in distress decides to egg him on paul's like it's okay come out mr stevens oh oh i oh there okay i didn't see you guys sure you did uh, before after you ran into joey's room screaming joey joey (laughs) (laughs) and so he basically leaves right he's like all right rachel i'll call you later the roast is real and ross just looks at her like what the what the how it could have been anyone She's like, well, you know, he lost his keys and, uh, you know, he was looking for them. He's like, in your mouth? At the coffee house. And, you know, we talked for two hours and I liked him, so I invited up here, you know. For, you know, more coffee. You were already at the coffee house. <laughs> well, what, Ross, what is your problem? Details, and, semantics, you know? coffee house, mafia house. <laughs> He's like, it's my girlfriend's father. It's weird. Well, you dated my sister. This is weird for me. <laughs> Ross. The Rachel, emphasis on him. Rachel's like, look, think about it. It's okay. This is a good thing. You know, I can help. You know, because let's face it, the guy doesn't like you. Like, I can help. You know, we can go out to dinner. I can talk you up, you know. and, okay, and these are good you know, things. And turn it around, you know. And plus, he's, uh, you know, he's really successful. What? Huh? It what? matters. What? No? <laughs> <laughs> So, going back to Monica and Chandler. The Mandlers. Joey's like, man, apparently there's already a million guys out there that can play Mac. And he didn't know that he could get fired. Oh, how fast uh, the Mac is replaced. Monica's like, well, you know, you're going to have to get pretty charming. You're going to have to kiss some serious robot ass. What? Any more Terminators out there? (laughs) You know, and, and you know, you're, you, 
she's like Joe Chandler's like you think Joey's more charming than me yeah that's why I'm sleeping with him on the side Chandler laughs at first what <laughs> then he's like wait for real <laughs> And then Phoebe in the background, she's just continuing to write about them. And he's like, Phoebe, will you stop writing about it? I'm not writing about you guys. I'm writing about Marsha and Chester. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, fine. Not well, too far off the mark. Then Monica's like, well, fine. I'm going to write about Phyllis. Oh, Phyllis is sitting on a chair. I, and then Phoebe's like, I see I've, what you're doing. <laughs> I've tasted my own medicine. Phyllis sees what I'm doing. <laughs> and it oh, is bitter. It is bitter. <laughs> oh, Phoebe, look what you did. <laughs> it's like uh, clearly having no effect on Phoebe. You know, uh, Marsha and Chester just staring at each other like, okay, we need a new plan. Seriously. So we're now back at the set where Joey comes in, you know, to say hi to Wayne. And he's like, hey, I got to level with you. You know, there's rumors going around about me getting fired. Like, can you just give me a second chance? And as he does this, he... Do anything you want! He grabs a robot's arm and it breaks off. Oh. Is that fix your robot? That I see. That's why you didn't want me to touch this. So, you know, Wayne walks away pissed off. But, uh, Joey sees uh, one of the hot girls that works there and he's like, how you doing? Kind of like instantaneously. But if you're watching along, you'll see that the camera does pan out to Wayne, where he's kind of... Like in the background, just hmm. forlorn. Yeah. Like, I wish that was me. Pretty much. Foreshadowing. So let's head over to the restaurant, where it uh, looks like we're on a double date with Rachel, Paul, Ross, and Elizabeth. Rachel. And this would make a really decent Pornhub scenario. Not gonna lie. <laughs> and uh, Rachel's hyping up Ross to Paul. Yeah, that does kind of sound like the intro there. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it's yeah you know, you know, no one, you know, my date stood me up, and Ross was just so kind, so he wanted to take me to my prom, and you know, and so. I know this is supposed to be like a heartwarming tale coming from Rachel's perspective, yeah. but it's kind of just adding to the creep factor for Ross. It's not making him look better to the dad who's currently sitting across the table. From Paul's me. like, so a college guy saw a high school student and took an opportunity to take a freshman or a senior taking a freshman <laughs> to the prom. Yeah, okay. Rachel's like, wow, I did not see that backfiring. You know, when you put yeah. that kind of spin on it, Paul, uh, yeah, maybe it wasn't such a good idea. Rachel's like, let me go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and Paul's like, look, I am just very protective, and I have to say, after the many wonderful things that Lizzie told me about you, and the many, many, many stories that Rachel told me. Awkward. Uh, you're not all bad. And Ross is like, okay, you know, not all bad. This and, is an upgrade. You know, and he's like, he's just, you know, I see Lizzie, and she's my daughter. I still see her as a 12-year-old little girl. But this is where Ross messes up. Uh, he tried to be too relatable with the He's worst He's like, I know what aspect. you mean. I know what you mean. You know, I see it. I see it the same way. And Ben, and then Ben, Paul's like, huh? How's that? He's like, oh no, 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 not her. I mean, me, my son Ben. You know, and I mean, abort, abort. Me and my ex-wife share custody, but we're on excellent terms. And he's like, oh, okay. I just so didn't know I didn't you were you married. At any point. And as soon as he says that, Rachel comes back. Oh, yeah, we were married, but it was just a drunken mistake. 
Paul's like, <laughs> you two were married? Rachel's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry you were talking about you Emily. Meant Emily. <laughs> Mind you guys, I didn't mention this earlier, but he did mention Carol being the ex-wife. So, so that's just the name just... drop of literally all three former wives <laughs> at the worst possible time. Ooh. We'll come back to the restaurant there. But uh, let's head back to Mondler's. And, uh, you know, Monica's a little pissed off at Chandler right now. She's... Hey. I mean, if I had to be an unwilling participant in the writing of <laughs> Phoebe's latest novella, I'd be a little upset too. Well, in this moment, she's like, Chandler, you said we'd meet at the coffee house at six. Chandler's like, we said seven. Like, no, it was six. Like, disagreeing back and forth. This is where the beauty of evidence comes in in this moment. Phoebe, of course, is in the chair and turns around. And Monica and Chandler look at her like, well, of course you're here. Of all the times. And she's like, I know what time Mona, I mean, Marsha and Chandler, Chester said. <laughs> Not can even you just trying to hide us, it anymore. <laughs> can you just tell us, Phoebe? Oh, well, look at this turn of events. Mm-hmm. Suddenly my book to the rescue. How the mighty have fallen. Mm. Please, you first have to say I'm the great I'm the great book queen of everything. So then Chandler tells her that she's the queen of everything. And she's like, so are you. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have wore this sweater. Basically, Phoebe confirms that they were going to miss the time frame. And they're like, you knew we were going to miss the movie all along? So then Phoebe continues to write, Marsha and Chester are mad at Phyllis. <laughs> I love how she made a name for herself. At least she's inclusive. No, Monica gave her that name earlier and then Phoebe used it now. <laughs> she has adopted the Monica. She Phyllis. is the Phyllis. <laughs> so let's get back to the set where... Joey is just frustrated that he might be losing his job and getting fired, but listen to this. I can't believe I'm going to lose this job. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. Is there anything I can do? Yeah. Help me get this mini fridge past the security guard. <laughs> Hey, Joey, I want to talk to you. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk to you, Wayne. I hate you. You ruined my life. Oh, Chandler, Wayne, Wayne, Hi. Chandler. How are you? <laughs> Joey, Joey, I, I'll get you your job back if you help me out. Why should I help you out? The reason he just said. <laughs> what do you need? I, I saw you on stage talking to that beautiful woman, you know, Sarah. I wish I could talk to her. What, are you in love with her or something? Yeah, her, all of them, anyone. Yeah, been there, my friend. Listen, I, I guarantee you keep your job if, if you can teach me how to talk to women like you do. Oh, well, Wayne, it's not really something you can teach, you know? It's pretty much something you're born with. If you, you, you can teach it, I'll show you right how. Wayne's got some power. He's like, look, I guarantee you keep your job if you teach me how to... I mean, of course you have all the clout when you're the one who makes the robot. Just like, it's, you know... Which it's one's easier to replace? Just like, it's, you know, it's kind of something you kind of have to have, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 I could teach you. Good, good save, Joey. Good save. But let's head back to the restaurant where, you know, Rachel is trying so hard to protect Ross. You know, Ross learned or damage him further. Ross learned a lot from marriages, you know. And then Paul's like, "Oh, how to keep the next one shorter?" 
Ouch. And she's like, hey, you know, that's not fair because, you know, he was actually married to me a hell of a lot longer than Emily. He just didn't tell me. Uh, not uh, necessarily no. making it better no. there. Nope. She's like, you know what? I think I got to go to the bathroom again. Ross is like, yeah. And Ross is like, you know what? I've had enough. He finally stands up to Paul. Okay, okay. I care a great deal about Liz, you know, your daughter, and, you know, I'm going to keep seeing her. And he's like, are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. I'm not raising my voice. And Lizzie kind of interferes, which is kind of cool on her part, because she's like, you know what, Dad? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't like Ross. I'm still going to go out with him. And Ross's like, well, if it doesn't matter to her, it doesn't matter to me. Again, not yelling. Had to reemphasize that, huh? Paul's like, oh, Okay, well, I mean, you know, what can you do, right? So he's just like, at this point, he's just like, well... Let's see what the school thinks of this. You know, I can't say I like you. You know, not, and he's like, well, I don't like myself right now either. Oh, so we agree. N- neither of us likes Ross. Ouch. Nope. Elizabeth goes, I do. Ross is like, oh, kids. Wow. I, I wish you wouldn't like me right wow. now. <laughs> Did you really say, oh, kids? Like, really? Because you're dating her? Okay. Rachel comes back. She's like, hey, you know, I got another nice story. And Ross is like, it's okay. We're busy not no, liking Ross right now. Stories. And she's like, oh, I got a lot of those, you know, not so nice stories too. No. Wow, We're done, wow, Rachel. Wow, 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 wow. Which brings us to the last scene of the episode, which <laughs> is on the set. Where? Looks like Joey's got his job. And Cheese has got his Mac. Yeah, oh yeah. So they're on the set. They're rehearsing. You lie to me. And Joey's like, nice catch, Cheese. And then all of a sudden, Cheese doesn't respond, right? And he's like, Cheese. <laughs> because in the background, Mr. Wayne, who's controlling said robot, is busy making out with hot girl Sarah. Hey, victory, sort of. To the point where robot is bumping the desk. Yeah, no, cut, cut. Cut, yeah, nope. cut stop oh, it. No. Goodness. And that ends the episode. It sounds like another one in the victory books. Now, it's time to do what we do best and slide into our reviews. All right, Chris, what did you think of this episode? By far, for season six, one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Without a doubt, you know, from Estelle trying to help Joey out, but also burn Joey at the same time. Like, that was pretty uh, funny for me. I'm going to go in here with the mac and cheese first. But um, Joey trying to get his job back and, first of all, making, like, the worst impression. I just thought, Mm-mm, Joey might not want to. Nope. Yeah. But hey, it all worked out in the end. He helped out Wayne. Wade, Wayne helped him out. I thought that was pretty cool that we got to focus a little bit on Joey's new uh, acting gig with uh, the lead series and a TV show. Now, with Rachel playing the role here where she uh, suddenly gets interest in Mr. Uh, Paul Stevens. That's one hell of a rebound. Oh, yeah. I mean, can we talk about that weirdness? I mean... One, it's already kind of weird, I guess, that Ross is dating a student, but then now it's Rachel and the father. I mean, hey. It makes a good band name. Right? Rachel and the father. (laughs) 
Maybe less creepy. Seriously, getting down to the nitty gritty of the episode with Ross meeting Elizabeth's dad, trying to get the friends to like back him up and make him look good and kind of made it look worse. Like, hey, he's normally volunteering at the children's hospital. And Phoebe's like, not getting dates. Yeah, that didn't make it sound any better knowing he's dating a college student, Phoebe thinks. But, you know, it's just the fact that Ross went through all that effort because, hey, he likes Elizabeth. Did he like him at first? No. Does he still like him? Uh, probably not. <laughs> but, Work in progress. Work in progress. You know, at least Elizabeth stood up to her to her dad like, hey, it doesn't matter. I'm going to continue to date him. Hey, she has a point. She is of age. So, you know. Um, the whole Marsha, Chester, and Phyllis chronicles here with Phoebe. Uh, first of all, shout out to Phoebe because apparently she's written 14 books on her own. But, um, yeah, I just thought that whole part was funny that they, you know, try to fill the episode with a little bit of creativity with Phoebe writing a story. Happens to be talking about Monica and Chandler, a.k.a. Chester and Marsha. But, yeah, I thought this episode overall was really funny. And, you know, again, meeting Elizabeth's dad. Shout out to Bruce Willis. But uh, I can't wait to see more. Your thoughts? Definitely my favorite episode of season six so far. I feel like I say that a lot, but after uh, a kind of like deep dive into repeat episodes and flashbacks. Right, right. Like we are servicing on top with some premium content here. And as usual, Ross is the bait. Hi. (laughs) Hi, I'm here. (laughs) Shout out to Bruce Willis yet again for coming in and bringing uh, the much needed sauce to this episode. The spicy meatball, as some would call it, because Ross is just getting roasted on the grill, not <laughs> only by Elizabeth's dad, but also by the friends. Oh, yeah. Like, the amount of zingers in this episode as they <laughs> kind of persistently try to help and sabotage him at the same time just had me constantly rolling throughout the entire episode. Parent-teacher conference. Ooh, ultimate burn. Ooh. Uh, the subplot... Going along with uh, the Mac and Cheese Chronicles continuing with uh, Joey kind of experiencing his first taste of maybe toning down on the superstardom. Yeah, <laughs> like right at the beginning. Like you can't uh, come out of the gates as a Dr. Drake Ramore. You got to earn that. Mm-hmm. But uh, this time, you know, you're a detective who just happens to be working with a pots and pans robot. But don't say that to his face. Yep. Uh, besides learning the hard way to work with your co-workers uh, I think uh, Joey definitely gained a little bit of humility on this episode so that was nice to see and last but not least as far as plots go we have uh, the imaginary book chronicles (laughs) shout out to uh, number one author in the world uh, Phoebe all 14 books Phyllis And um, that whole plot definitely plays to the paranoia, I want to say, we all share when we think uh, someone's potentially talking about us or we invest a little bit too much care into mm-hmm. what people think. Or it's like, uh, hey, you're kind of invading my privacy by uh, describing every single thing I do. Right. Not something that happens to all of us, but uh, for rare cases, this is out for you. All right. As always here at the Barker Lounge, we love to give you our insight and thoughts into every episode of the 90s sitcom known as Friends. But alas, we must let you sail off into the weekend and uh, hopefully come back to us. You know, we'll still be here every Monday and Friday. Please. Chris, tell them where you can find out more info. 
You can find us on our Instagram page at The Barka Lounge, where we post our, our episode releases. And all listening platforms are located in our bio, so follow us. All right. Despite uh, broken feet, rain, snow, various pets, any other disaster you can imagine, The Barker Lounge will be there to give you the number one insight into friends. But, you know, until you decide to join us, just remember to stay safe, stay sane, and most importantly, do something you love because you're awesome and you deserve it. Especially during the holidays, guys. Come on, bring it in, bring it in. And also, remember, we'll we'll be there there for you. With uh, Pots and Pans Robot. It's just been a day, you know. My heart broke. Oh my Kayla gosh. Was having a moment. She was feeling And then I fell down the stairs. Wait, 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 wait. Are you what, what, writing about me? Wait. No. I'm, what are you I'm, doing? I'm just taking notes for a screenplay I'm working on. Uh, the oh. character's name is Kayla. 
just happens to live in an apartment, so there's there's also stairs. Okay, so anyways, about my day, you know, I went and then I had a Caesar salad to make me feel better. I went down to the coffee house to get my usual. Different dietary choices on this day. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, you are describing me. And I don't appreciate it. D- uh, um, no, I'm talking about Kayla about because that is all the bad name of the character that I'm writing in my book. Well, you're uh, making Kayla me just sound to like a, a very healthy lifestyle. nitpicky person. Like, no, she's no. very progressive. She's you know very what? Progressive. I, you know what? I'm gonna write about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah. I'm not writing about. Well, you. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna write about you. I'm just gonna write about Jared. Oh, Jared the, 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 was the writing guy about from Subway? Kayla. Yeah, Jared was talking about Subway. Yeah. And I'm just being extremely... You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Okay, well, before you go, make sure you eat fresh.